We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. Let's bring the rock. Why were you made? I was made to be happy. The way to be happy is to know truth. To love goodness. In other words, I am made for God. Pero quiero lío en las dioses. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. You are listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast live on El Facebook. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. What's going on, Father Pat? I'm blessed. How are you, Josh? I'm chilling, man. Just here. Um, I wish to say, like, I just woke up, but, like, no, it's 924 and I've been up for four hours. How about yourself? I believe that. Um, I have not been up for four hours, um, but I have been blessed to. Do my prayers, get a Prayed. cup of coffee, um, a, a prayer up, and uh, I did, I said the Mass for the Holy People of God. I might have remembered a certain anniversary or to put you guys on the altar, right? Am I wrong? Am I off? Am I a happy anniversary in, uh, in order? Well, if you remembered us at the altar, then yes, you're right. Yes, every, yes, seven years, seven years, Father, of, uh, of marriage that brings us here today. Seven years. Oh, very good. Congratulations to you and Emily. I'm sure you've both, you know, done some heavy lifting to get to seven years. <laughs> but uh, she's done, like, you know, at least five, four or five uh, heavy lifting <laughs> for your career. Right, so. definitely. I mean, she does more heavy lifting than I do, for sure. <laughs> I carry weight, but it's my own weight. She carries weight of other kids, you know? So it's gone like the opposite. Like she's, as the years have gone by, she's thinned out while I have gotten thicker and no children to, to, to excuse that, you know? But anyway. That's what they go for these days. The dad bod is in. You are, <laughs> you are on the leading edge, sir. Then in that case, then I've been preparing for the dad bod for the last ten years, not the last seven. But I told I told my buddy the other day. I said uh, I said retroactively, all of my excess is now qualified as and classified as pandemic paunch. Like <laughs> I don't know if I had this before or after, it's all covered. <laughs> my gosh, that's hilarious. What is um? So what is up, man? Um, it's it's early in the morning. Not really. Uh, people are waking up. The birds are chirping. It is Tuesday. I mean, Monday. Monday is usually like you know, uh, you're you're getting back. But like all these days are blending together now because of COVID. Um, how are you doing? Have you uh, celebrated Mass yet? When when do you do you do Mass? <laughs> what do you do? What I do. I. Do the deal. Yeah, I love the flexibility of, um, and that's about it uh, as far as like, you know, saying mass in COVID times. The flexibility of, you know, I say mass when I want to, you know. <laughs> I sorely, sorely miss like having people there, you know, uh, preaching to the, the faithful, sharing the word of God, all of the above. Yeah, so I would easily trade 10 times over you know, my, 
my freedom, I guess, the freedom afforded to me to say mass, like, you know, I'll say it today in the evening, or I'll say it, you know, first thing when I get up, um, if it meant, you know, getting back to the people quicker, you know. You can see it all over my face. I mean, this, this, I'm going, I'm now officially going for, like, Robin Williams in J Jumanji. Uh, like, this is my new look. This what is my year is it? <laughs> What year? <laughs> I love yeah, Jumanji. It's all, it's all blended together. I probably prefer Mondays just a little bit because it comes with like this tinge of like hopefulness at the beginning of the week. Like maybe this will be the week where like things start to turn around. And I've been disappointed by many months. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. I mean, we live in a county that is still on res on restrictions Montgomery County in Maryland whereas most of Maryland has started introducing phase one we are not there yet still in the time vortex still in groundhog day <laughs> you know still Ground. on repeat yeah so who comes out of the hole a groundhog or like what <laughs> if um if Dr. Fauci pops out and sees uh sees like positive flattening the curve trends then there'll be two weeks more <laughs> of shelter in place <laughs> Yo, have you seen have you seen brad pitt's impression of dr fauci on snl oh not yet i can't say i have it was the opening uh monologue it was the opening monologue or whatever and this is before everybody was down on him i don't know what happens like to the approval rating of some cats like one minute fauci's like like the you know the the best and everybody like loves him and then all of a sudden i hear like get him out of there he's he's lying conspiracy theories and i don't know what's what man i i don't know i think that just that's human behavior right like if you want to cancel somebody <laughs> you can't leave humans alone long enough before weird stuff starts to happen quite frankly i mean i i I know that better now as a confessor, <laughs> but I figured it out for myself long before, you know, I got ordained. Uh, yeah. So people are just, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're antsy and they're starting to get fidgety and they're demanding their freedoms back. <laughs> Freedom, liberty. I mean, <laughs> we got like, what? Memorial Day weekend. Is this weekend? Yeah. Is it? Oh my gosh, well, it is. Next, yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, that just <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to celebrate American freedom with some good old fashioned carne asada, Corona beers, and anything else from the Latin market. That's, yes, that's what I got. Going Probably on. in the privacy of your home, <laughs> in your living room. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, just kidding. No, yeah. There's nowhere to go. I mean, I could be that guy and go out and get a camping site i mean now that it, it you know different parts of maryland close to delaware i could do that but no the the Maldives family were, were staying put um i mean i don't know there's nothing you can do really but enough about covid people have been hearing about that um so yeah so at the holy workers podcast we are here we are also available on apple podcast uh spotify and uh, breaker podcast anchor uh, wherever podcasts are there this is a a, a virtual one a, vi a video one because i just miss seeing your face father pat so it was a good <laughs> good to have you go ahead and do me a favor keep that uh keep that steady cam right uh because yeah. now we have to 
you know, we usually have more radio faces, like podcast faces, both you and I. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, why you wanted to see this face when we're both like reserved for behind the curtains? I have no idea. Yeah. So now we're video too. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for, for being with us and, and for hanging out. But I'm going to leave this. I'm going to tee this off. To, to you, Father Pat, um, I usually try to come up with a kind of a loose kind of thematic like schedule or things that we can talk about, topics. But like for you, um, you play games, Father. You, you I don't know. Uh, you wanted to introduce something that, guess what? When you, when you texted this to me, I had no idea what this game was. Never have I ever or two truths and a lie or what is it? <laughs> 13 reasons why I don't even never, know what it is. Like, go ahead. Never have I ever Catholic edition. So okay. this is the, the rules are simple. Um, we are not drinking unless you have a cup of coffee in front nope. of you. Nope. Um, this is, uh, this may be an imbibing game under different circumstances in other circles. But uh, for today, it's, it's all very kosher. It's just grace filled. Um, cool. The, the rules are simple. When, you make a statement about never have I ever da 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 da. When the other person has done it, they indicate so by taking a drink. But we can, you know, I don't know, make the sign of the cross. <laughs> Did you have a drink? Did you have a drink ready? No, no, I don't need another cup of coffee today. I yeah, so... Irish Irish coffee. <laughs> Starting early on a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's better this way for everybody involved. But um, so my, basically this is to drive at more or less narrow down the field of like, what are some things that you haven't done yet in the Catholic world that you would, you know, be so happy to like try or get to do once in a lifetime kind of thing. Bucket so list. these are truthful statements. These are true. Never have I ever to see if you've done them. Correct. Yes. If the okay. other party has actually done that. All right. Yeah. All right. And then uh, we enter into kind of a story mode or whatever. Okay. I, I, I think I'm ready. I think I know how to play. I don't think anybody's ever had to explain this game ever. So thank you for doing that for me. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's a good thing. That's a, that's a you know, hashtag Franciscan life. There you so go. You, I go first. I'll give you go a ahead, go. Yeah. Knock, okay. knock it out. All right, never have I ever done the pilgrimage to Santiago de Compostela. Ah, the Camino, right? Yeah. That's what they call it. That's, yeah. and then correct me if I'm wrong, how many, how many miles is that? It depends on where you start. It's oh. like, it's so like over a thousand miles for the really hardcore if you start in parts of France. Some people like just join, fly and drive directly to something like, you know, a couple days out so they can get it done in like less than a few, less than a week. Um, but uh, this is still on my bucket list item, you know, or bucket list. I thought you were going to do it. I don't know. I don't know where I heard somewhere that you were actually going to do it or going to do it or no, was it Mahano? Father Mahano, Mario Mahano said he did it. No? He did do it. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's gone he, when he was over studying in Europe. And I was very jealous then, and I'm still jealous now. And there'll be a day. I mean, like, I hope that it happens. There that will be a day. No, let's do it. Run. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I want to try it. I mean, walking no, right? purposefully it's is something that I don't do enough. But I think pilgrimages in general, like, until our friends 
did theirs and you know you were um like the mastermind of you know posting that on media you know social media etc um mm. i i hadn't thought about pilgrimaging <laughs> like legitimately like no one's like oh let's go walk and do it like no one's like i don't know who thinks that way but yeah it worked out so but that would be wild to do that'd be cool to do a vlog as you go through the that world because i mean it's in spain right or like you have to go to spain or get to spain or starting yeah spain? yeah i i think compostela is on the coast so you like a lot of people start in the in the mountains or near the mountains the pyrenees and then they walk west uh-huh. and get there and this is a, one of the oldest approved pilgrimages in the church and it's one that still has um like a tradition a spirit of hospitality along the way like you can stay in approved hostels and um pick up like pilgrim souvenirs along the way seashells i guess is the mm. symbol. little po- pokemon badges <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's even better if you play pokemon go the whole way <laughs> I wonder if that's a thing. I wonder if Pokemon Go goes that far. That'd be Pokemon. There you go. There's your vlog title. There it is. There it is. Okay, no, I have never done that, and that's cool that that's a bucket list item for you. All right, um, how about this? Um, <clears throat> oh, um, never have I ever finished the 33-day consecration in St. Louis de Montfort or whatever. Uh, to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah, I've 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 done that. I've done it. Yeah. Well, that's a great one, man. I fully recommend that devotion to Jesus through Mary. Um, and now there, now it's like easier than ever, right? Because there's so many great resources out there, thanks to the Marian Fathers and the, mm-hmm. um, those who are like have a close apostolate to it. Um. I'll fully admit that like my first couple of attempts <laughs> were like strained because I was like doing the, the original De Montfort version of consecration to Jesus through Mary. And it's tough. Like it's tough it to is. remember <laughs> to get it done. And there, there were days where I was doing like multiple readings and stuff. And to this day, I don't think I've actually finished the entirety of his book but I've definitely done the <laughs> occupation. <laughs> totally. I don't yeah. know. I mean, me and Mary have had a touch and go. I don't even know why I said that. Uh, kind of relationship. It's just been tough. Like, I don't know. And I'm, and maybe, I mean, Mike, you're really deep here. Maybe it goes into the, the roots of like my own sonship, like with the Lord, but also like I, I lost my mother at an early age. And so um going into like Mary as my mother has been this slow and beautiful kind of tugging and pulling where she's kind of like, you know, wrapping me in her mantle kind of thing. And so that journey is still ongoing. That conversion of heart for me is still ongoing. And, um, but I would love to, I would, I would, I would say that I credit absolutely um, Mary's motherhood to me in in me learning how to be a father, a better father, and a, and, a, and um, specifically like with like the feminine heart, like with my daughters, with my three daughters, and we, you know, we um, 
So that's been really cool. So I, I don't, I don't give her much thought, unfortunately, Mary, mother of God, I, I wish, you know, to Jesus through Mary type stuff. Like sounds good. Looks great on a bumper sticker. Um, I want to be there. I'm not there uh, yet. And I'm just lazy. And so now I got to do it. But like, when do you do it? What, you know, but um, oh, maybe you can help me with that. But that's, that's, that's where I'm at. You know, I stand in favor of the motion on the floor. Um, whenever it happens, let me know. I would, I'd be happy to walk with you and do it at the same time. I just renewed mine for my ordination last year. Mm. And it was like a really cool moment. My favorite Marian title is the same one that my confirmation saint, my patron saint love, um, our lead Mary help of Christians. Mm. So just before uh, the ordination to the priesthood, I got with my mom and we went to the, the shrine of Our Lady Help of Christians at downtown at the Shrine of the Immaculate Conception, which is like over on the left when you're looking at Buff Jesus. Mm. And we and I renewed my consecration there. And I asked uh, for Mary's protection and my mom placed uh, my new miraculous medal over my head. It was like this whole thing. It was very, very sweet, very emotional. Mm. Just before I got like super emotional during the during the ordination right. So highly recommend ten out of ten. Yeah. Keep just keep me posted, man. I'm I'll be there. That'd be awesome. Is do you have to get like do you have one of them little uh little chains? <laughs> uh yeah. You I mean that? I have uh I have a not on my wrist, no. Um I know that hey, one. There's kids watching, man. Hey, chill out. I see you opened up your chest there. I know guys who get like um, after the total consecration to Jesus through Mary, they get like a tattoo of her or something, and I'm like, I'm not that hardcore. <laughs> Man, that's <laughs> that's that's above my pay grade. But the funny thing is, we didn't do that, but or we didn't do the consecration. But when we were engaged, or we were we were nearing our um our our our, our wedding day, me and my wife, like we had a devotion. Um, the practice of the angelic warfare confraternity. Yeah, I've heard of it. Where, um, have you done that? Or no, no, you're oh, that's something I have not done. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Never, Never have I ever. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, correct me if I'm wrong or from the little that you know. It's the, um, it comes from Aquinas and the Dominicans. And it's this kind of um, movement to remember like your purity and your chastity and to like, zealously go after it on the offensive with a set of awesome prayers and like a medallion of like um, this thing of, of St. Thomas Aquinas where I love St. Thomas Aquinas, but not for the reasons like everybody else loves them, like all the nerddom and the geekdom of, of like, you know, how, how intelligent he was. Like I'm like a dumb ox all the way, like kind of this really have a heart for Aquinas because he, um, and cause he's probably fat too. <laughs> I, like, I like that. But a big boys, um, but That's also right, yeah, we gotta have at least one. Like everybody else is all teeny tiny St. John Vianney status. Yeah, Get yeah. this guy a sandwich. We're not gonna canonize uh, G.K. Chesterton, or it doesn't look like they're in any hurry to. You know, we're, we're with T.A. all the way. It's because he was obese. That's the reason why they're like, we can't get this cat in here. What are we saying if we let him in? G.K. like. How do you justify that, man? He's in glory, man. Reasonably hope. 
Um, but anyway, um, with the Angelic Warfare Confraternity, it's just like this story of how, um, and I'm probably fumbling the story, Aquinas wanted to be a, a Dominican, and his brothers wanted him to do something else. And so pretty much they, they lock him in a room in, in a castle or whatever with a hooker or like a prostitute or somebody to mess up his, his, his chastity and to get him to just like mess up his vows like, or like, you know, of that life he wants to live. And so pretty much Aquinas either grabs a, a sword or like a, or like a fiery like wood post or like a two yeah, by four. Was like the poker from the fire. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's a Disney movie. So like he grabs, you know, he grabs the, the, the wood poker from the fire, starts slanging that thing and ready to just like, I would love to say, He's not trying to kill her, but he's trying to protect his own purity. And he is not hitting her with the wood poker, but he is absolutely bending off the evil one who might be in the room, who is in the room, um, not in the form of this woman. But anyway, she like, you know, flips out, obviously. And then apparently uh, Aquinas is so like overwhelmed by this moment that he ends up falling into ecstasy, like not the pill, like not E, you know, but like he falls into just like this state of prayer. Like, I mean, I don't know what you call it, like contemplation or like something heavy duty. Yeah. And the angels like lift him up and like wrap a, they gird his loins or they, they wrap this cord around his, his, um, his, his midsection as a, as a sign of like, that we have you, like we've protected wow. your, your your chastity, your purity. And so that's one of the things that me and my wife really took to heart, like the story, this prayer that I, I say every morning, it's on my nightstand. Like I pray for the chastity and purity of my soul. And uh, I even think about it, I get overwhelmed by it because it is so, it's so meaningful to me. Like this, this consistent like battle to try to like, be pure and chaste and like to want that for my spouse. And so me and Emily, like as we were getting ready to get married, we actually um, were wearing like, it's this very thin nylon, like little rope that we would wear around us. And, and it, maybe it was a Franny thing, a Franciscan university thing. Everybody had it. And the sad part is like, you know, when you lean over and like, Oh God, I don't get in trouble. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you see like, people's, like you know, crack kills, you know, right. crack kills and like people bend over, or you see like you know, unfortunately, you know, you see see guys maybe wearing thong, thong underwear. They were, you know, they're wearing like their Calvin Kleins, but no, like you know, you're at Franciscan when you see the you know angelic warfare confraternity court, like as like someone bends up, like in the locker room, like the guys are like, oh yeah, are you in? Oh yeah, heck yeah, like some cultish type stuff. But anyway, a chast um, chastity stamp. Yeah, chastity belt. And um, no, man, it was really cool. And on our our wedding day, like we like recognize the journey we've been on to try to um, be pure, like for ourselves first, and then for each yeah. other. Um, and it's not like that goes out the window either. That's the misconception. Like, oh, all sex is holy after that, right? Like, it's like no, it's a consistent grind. And so for us, like, I don't know. So if you haven't checked that out, like that's something I can do for you or you do the Mary thing for me, but like uh, getting on board with that, they do like um, where they enroll you in this thing. And I did it in high school, actually. I did it in high oh, school. Okay. Yeah. My youth minister uh, like started me on that journey. And then that tradition, I forgot about it. It came back when I was in college. So it was cool. Nice. So if I were baiting 
Um, like if like the the actual version of Never Have I Ever, I'd make some. I'd make some like statement of like Never Have I Ever had to like take one of my screaming kids into the vestibule uh, just outside of the you know the nave of the church you know during mass. But um, I'm gonna stick with like things that I still hope to do are still are are just not yet. Go for um, it. In my journey, and the biggest of all that I totally hold against my classmates who have gone is never have I ever visited the place where Jesus walked. You know, never have I ever been to the Holy Land, mm. and that is. And already, like, people are like, oh, you gotta go. Like, as a priest, it's, like, so cool because you go and you say mass in these places. And I'm like, yeah, I'll bet it's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go. But on this point, on this point, I can say that I have ever spiritually been to the Holy Land after fashion because the pilgrimage site in the United States is in our backyard is that it's at the Franciscan monastery downtown. And that is like, for those who don't have the ability to ever go to the Holy land itself, you can make a pilgrimage to the Franciscan monastery and spiritually you can be united with those who go on pilgrimage to the Holy Mm. land. And I have, I've been to the Franciscan monastery many, many times. That's my favorite place to go in in DC next to like Ben Amen. That's like the, I just, I love that spot. And it's one of the easiest places to pray. It's where I love to go to confession. Mm-hmm. And it's where, um, yeah, it, it was like a, a, an oasis very close to Catholic University. And, yes, um, in D.C., yeah. No so. one ever like, like, I mean, I love the Basilica. It's beautiful. All the main shrines, it's great. Something about that monastery, man. I don't know. It's just it's the Holy gorgeous. It, it, it's it, like spiritually the same kind of place, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you yourself to his journey. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I hope to, to do that. I've gotten opportunities and I, I just, a different state of life. Like I don't like, if I didn't go when I was 25, 28, 29 at 31, I don't, I don't see myself going now with the kids that I got. So thanks a lot. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm down. I'm down. I, I, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to be. All right. Yeah. Um, never have I ever. Um, oh my goodness. Um, never have I ever cared about frisbee golf and disc golf. I'm I'm saying that's a Catholic thing, cause or a Catholic white boy thing. I don't know. Like you guys love that thing. Like I have totally played frisbee golf. <laughs> Not only have I played frisbee golf, I have watched frisbee golf like on YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh! I used to run a frisbee golf event with my youth group once a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! So yeah, I didn't realize that I had good company. <laughs> but yes, I um. Okay, so you've uh, you've avoided that craze. And and I was at Franciscan, and that's all they did. And in Ohio, it's like, that's the sport, man. Like, these, wow. you know, the Browns suck. You know, the Cavs are up and down, mostly suck. But disc golf or frisbee golf, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And apparently there's, that's a there's a world thing. that's opening up to me. There you go. 
There you go. This could be a way that I bond with my future brother-in-law. Like if I ask him, like, have you ever played frisbee golf? I'll bet he, I'll bet he has. And and then like the three of us, my old man and myself, like we'll take him out to a frisbee golf course. There are courses. There yes, I've heard this. <clears throat> I've heard of this. Like at like football fields or soccer fields, right? Or yes. I've drawn the line at, at least so far, of owning my own discs. I don't have like official frisbee golfing, frothing discs. Disc golf, I think they call it disc golf. By you do. But who? Um, Nerds. Okay, yeah, you got me. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, you got one? Um, yeah, I think I can do one more. Um, I could do a real talk one, like, you know, uh, quasi confessional style. Um, with within prudence, um, go for it. <clears throat> never have I ever been able to fast like come like the Catholic fast of you know one one full meal, two small meals that don't add up to the same size as the full meal, that math, whatever, you know, the Lenten fast that Catholics do. Never have I been able to pull that off more than two days in a row. Yo, I'm there with you too. I'm there with you too. This is what we're made for each other for this thing, man. Um, It's not easy. I mean, you can skip breakfast. Like the whole of Lent. They've made it like 40 days of like, one meal only or like bread and water or like rice and vegetables but like that's not me i i tried it two days two days i made it (laughs) that is it maybe you can know maybe the the listenership viewership is realizing like so this is why he loves gk chester (laughs) yes yeah i don't know i don't know what it is like you can skip breakfast easy enough i think but that late lunch, that's going to come biting you in the booty because you got to put something in the engine and, and and what do you put? Like just a baguette in your system? I don't, I don't think that's going to do it. Uh, and then at night, I mean, it depends. Like, are you um, going to bed early or are you going to bed late? I'm a late night. I'm a late night guy. I'm a night owl. So there's that Taco <clears throat> Bell meal option. Um, my, my One of my former spiritual directors put it pretty – pretty succinctly he was like you know anytime you intentionally try and do something because there's any number of days where like you get so wrapped up in work or you're traveling that day or whatever and so like you accidentally had a day of fast where like you had maybe one meal and maybe that meal was like a bag of cheetos or whatever and like accidental fasts they're easy but like the, as soon as you try and be intentional about something and say, I will give this to the Lord or I will do this for so-and-so or for such and such purpose. Oh my gosh. It's like the degree of difficulty goes up by like a, deg- a factor of 10. Mm-hmm. And then it's so much trickier. Just even saying like, I will do this small thing for, um, for the people of God or for, you know, this intention or for so-and-so in my life who's struggling. It, it, it becomes more difficult. So I mentioned that only because I spent a lot of time, you know, before like Lent turned into the great Lent, the great Lent of isolation and quarantine. I, I spent a lot of time talking with people about like, 
can you do that would be good for you that would be like really specific and useful for you know your spiritual benefit but difficult right mm -hmm. like the idea is not to set yourself up for failure but to learn from your failures and to really strive to do even something small that has great power behind it anyway that's my those are my two cents totally i mean i don't know i just trying to find what what works like for me it's like right now i'm kind of battling like like the the eating at night but also like i'm trying to fast from like sugary drinks i don't even but like i wanted something so like i bought like a bunch of cokes and a bunch of like ginger ales and i'm like oh, why i do that like i was i was doing so well just doing water like my kids and I, like, I just buy milk for them and that's it. Like, we don't get, like, orange juice or whatever. But, like, now it's, like, what else is there? I need to spice up my life or sweeten up my life. So, it's, like, I don't know. But just trying to find things that we can fast from. And if I can't do um, – and I probably could twist my arm. Like, I could do it, the two two little meals. I don't equal one big meal. But it is a grind. And um, But I love – on Fridays, I, I, I can knock it out. But 40 days – Mm, probably not all right last one for me um never have i ever um to my knowledge uh pissed off my roommates by eating their food <laughs> i specifically okay. wanted to ask you in rectory life did you eat somebody's food have you ever dude i mean okay so seminary life is like a jungle it is, it is easily, especially the communal aspect. So like, uh, I've, I've always lived by a code and that code Put is- Put your name on it. <laughs> I, do have, I do have a code and I have definitely like upset people, but no name, fair game. There you know, like, like if, you, if you don't take the time to label it, if you don't put your, you know, claim your territory and say like, these are my leftovers, then it's fair game. So like there's been- Plenty of times where like somebody's somebody walked into the third floor lounge at TC or one of my other seminaries that I studied in, and they're like, dude, what are you doing? And I'm like tucking into their pizza or whatever, you know, their their leftovers, their doggy bag was. And I'm like, no name for a game, dude. Like, you didn't put a name on it. Like, that's <laughs> your <laughs> that was lazy on your part. You should know better. You know, you know that I'm gonna eat that so just you know you can say three and three and make a good act of contrition <laughs> but yeah no it's my it's my um it, it's my firm belief that <laughs> I'm, I'm digging myself a deeper hole basically people are like this guy's a jerk i don't know <laughs> that's real right here i mean i've oh have i eaten anybody's anything no it wasn't that appetizing for me, like everybody's stuff, especially like I had a mini fridge and I welcomed him to use it, like my roommate. Um, but he would just leave his stuff out and he would just leave his food out. And I'm like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, I'm good, you know? And then there was a communal fridge and stuff, but that was like, forget about it. People, no name, fair game. Uh, if I can't read it, it must be mine. Like that's how people reacted. Like it's like this is your name. Like it's squibbly. Like whatever. Like and so they would just eat it. And um, but I bring the story because I have been in uh, a couple rectories with friend uh, friend priests and and one time we had just finished like adoration night or whatever and 
Um, I was the youth minister at the time and we hang out at the rectory afterwards. And it was me, two seminarians, um, the pastor, and then another priest. And then um, the other parochial vicar um, didn't know we were down there. Didn't know that like civilians were down there uh, like myself. <laughs> and this person comes down full PJ, like, <laughs> like not even PJ, like boxer or briefs, like, you know, totally, this is his house, you know? And he comes down and he's, he just has this look and then like we're eating pizza. And then he, he, you never know when you open up a box and it's empty. It's like, he opens up one empty, two empty, three empty. And he's just like, <sighs> and like he, he storms off and all you can hear is this little platypus, platypus feet, like, because he has like no socks on. And I just like look, I'm like, did I just eat pizza? He's like, yeah, you did. You should go. You should go. And like, oh, I, I, I get out of there. I send a text back, like, yo, is he upset? Like, is he mad? And like, yeah. And, and so from that day on, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not welcome at rectories anymore, late nights. <laughs> um, I'll eat your food. I can't go back to SeaWorld. You know. Yeah, well, you know. I bet I bet there was no name on that pizza box. There wasn't. There wasn't. It was a communal pizza, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, not like it was like sofa pizza. You ever eat, you know, like I don't know. You ever hear that? I don't know what yeah. show I was talking about. They were like sofa pizza is the best, or cold pizza is <laughs> even better. I love cold pizza. You know, I do love cold pizza. I'm not gonna lie. It's definitely a weakness. I I right. think I think part of the the allure was always like. This I did not pay for this. This is great. Somebody left this for me. But you know, if, if I were living in, in my home, like in high school, I that I was much better trained. I was much better housebroken. I was much better at like opening the fridge and like yelling all over the house, like, you know, whose is this? You know, so that I don't catch all kinds of heck. It, you know? were one of when you were growing up, you were one of how many? I had three sisters. Um, and my mom, so I was in a house full, full of women and that made it that the stakes were that much higher. Were you the like oldest a, or, or baby? I yeah. am the third. So I share the middle. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I have a, I have a half brother, but we didn't live together. So I was one of one. I was alone. So I didn't have to answer, but I, raised by women, uh, the whole thing. Um, I would go back and forth between grandmas. Uh, so yeah, I know what that's like. So um here's okay to to kind of bring us all together here at the end masses are opening up churches are opening up father um you are listening to the holy ruckus podcast if you're joining us we are on uh facebook live right now or we should be and on a zoom call um but one thing i want to end with father is just something i've been praying about something thinking about like how should we act as faithful as as churchgoers like seeing a little bit of availability in like, Hey, now we can start coming back to church. Uh, if you're in this County, no, you can't. Um, but people are driving, people are going and you yeah. know, they're, they're taking a driver two hour drive or a one hour drive going to Southern Maryland to go to church service or mass. Like as a, uh, as a priest, as a, as a, as a father, um, 
best advice for your for your flock for your sheep right now during this time when we're like we see like we see the dog bone like we got to go after it like should we shouldn't we you know mm-hmm. what do you think now that, now that things are opening oh, up boy. there's a ten thousand dollar question gosh i'm so excited at the same time as everybody else i i can't imagine that many priests aren't um because it's just qualitatively so much so much different and so much harder you know, um, to not share our communal uh, sacramental life physically in the same space. Spiritually, you have not been missing. God has not left us orphans. You know, we are still, we have continued to be the body of Christ, even during Easter. Um, but the, the physical separation has taken a toll. And so I get that people are chomping at the bit. They're willing to like go to any length, go, go the extra miles you know, just to get down for some, some mass time. And I totally, I totally empathize. Um, I would say, you know, we're all still in the, the learn on the learning curve and it's going to be a heck of a thing to overwhelm certain parts of the area, um, that get to open up before us. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't everybody just go rush into where the masses are open. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't I think, think there's a limit. There, some people will, but I don't think everybody will. And I'm not telling anybody who really, really wants to do that, that they can't, you know, because mm-hmm. that is going to be an option. Even You don't have to say that, Father. I'll say it for you. Stay as home. <laughs> like for a little bit, just a little bit longer. No, it's kidding. Go ahead. It is, it is going to be a while yet, especially because we're not Absolutely. headed in the right direction. I don't think so, yeah. But I will say that um, we, we're going to try and um, at least, you know, get uh, some of the sacramentals back to, to people. You know, the spaces will open up, you know, even before we figure out how to implement the guidelines on having public masses again. Um, there, there's definitely hopefulness. And we have, like, received instruction from our higher ups and we're now like contemplating okay we could do this or we could do that like we could ask people to to come to these times and you know or stay away from so it's it's like really exhausting you know to imagine that uh we, we we have a lot a lot to do in order to get ready and that's part of why the delay so i know people were upset that even in places where the stay at home is being lifted or has been lifted and Churches can operate at 50% capacity. We still have our no public masses order in place because of all the guidelines, because there were all these like safety guidelines imposed upon us. We can't just like poof, put those in place overnight. And it effectively came, you know, at one point overnight. So we needed the the extra time. And so I I beg people's indulgence and patience. I encourage you to keep growing in in those virtues. And I applaud you for your efforts thus far. Um, The home church is alive. The domestic church is alive. You know, I was just thinking about that when we heard from the Acts of the Apostles about the household of Lydia. You know, she brought her whole family into the church and to um, salvation. when she heard the, the good news, that's where the church starts. It starts in our homes. It starts in our families. Um, the church has not left us. It's still there. I, and I, and I fully recognize how incredibly crazy difficult, like the not having mass and access to communion has been. 
um, outside of spiritual communion. For sure. Um, yeah, it's been hard on everybody, more so on the people of God than the clergy. And you would imagine that it is hard on you too. Like, you know, it, it sucks being all selfish and got a bunch of Jesuses in the tank. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's hurting a little bit, not being able to distribute and, and feed your people, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. For sure, you know, um, there's there's no there's no part of this vocation that makes sense as an institution for itself. You know, like we do not get ordained for ourselves. You are not in a marriage for yourself, but rather you have some very obvious other people to sanctify, to bless, to protect, to bring right. holiness. And that's the same way about any vocation. So that's yeah, I, I did not become a priest. I did become a priest in part because I want to save my soul and I want to work out my salvation with fear and trembling before in the sight of the Lord. That's all of us. But you become a priest to serve, and you couldn't serve not in the ways that we want to serve. So yeah, it's it's a sacrament of service for a reason, right? It's you're ordained ordained for the other and. Uh, to lay down your life like Christ does for for His bride, and that and that's the whole deal. So, I mean, unless it was you know, for other careerism reasons, Father, you try to go up the ladder. <laughs> um. Yeah. Right. Never have I ever. This was a truthful statement. Never have I ever desired to be a part of the curial machine, <laughs> the inner workings of the church. I have zero ambition when it comes to that. There you go. Well, how about this, Father? How about since the church is alive at home, every home usually has a grandma. Usually has a grandma. So how about you sign us off in your best babushka Russian grandma do it for the people. Sign us up. Give us a kind of like your last part of, of, of encouraging the, the church and motivating us, but also, you know, send us forth with your babushka blessing here. Give it, give us some love okay, on the I, Holy Marcus. I will tell all of you that I want all of you to understand that in COVID time, in place of in the in the in the church, the church is alive. It's nothing is dead. Nothing, nothing has died. All of resurrection still here. Resurrection in your heart. Resurrection for your life. Resurrection because of divine mercy. And I want all of you to understand and to live with from within. You must, some of you, some of you are, are struggling. Some of you are, are hurt. Some of you are in pain. You are not eating. You need to eat more. You need to have, go and eat some bread. You're on crazy kind of diet. Why are you torture yourself? You're here stuck in isolation. You are avoid all of carbohydrates. It's, it no makes sense. I don't understand why you do this to yourself all of a sudden. You think I become better person, come out of quarantine like some kind of debutante on red carpet people look at you and they say oh she's so oh she's so skinny she's so tiny no this is crazy talk go eat a carbohydrate make yourself feel better today go ahead and understand that this too is goodness of Lord this too is way of God's proof that he exists and he loves us
Okay, I bless you. I let I bless you, little little children. I let you go off into into happy place. Go eat somebody's pizza crust. No name is fair game. There you go. There you go. All right, Vaughn. I, I don't know. You went Russian, then you hit up the Jewish Orthodox. Like <laughs> you were going down. It's all it's all in the same place. It's still being workshopped, let's put it that way, because someday, someday on the bucket list, I would love to do like a church fiddler on the roof or whatever. So oh, it's, it's being worked. It's still working. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Holy Ruckus. You've been watching the Holy Ruckus podcast. Father Pat, my name is Josh. Uh, thanks so much. You can catch us weekly. Um, you can listen to us on the pod. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker Podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are, the Holy Records is there. We are in the streets. And now I have to go to bed, get in the sheets, and go to sleep because I'm tired. Anyway, Father Pat, Ethan. God bless you. Praying for you. Miss you. Peace out, man. It's so good to see your face, Father. Likewise, Josh. This is your treat, as always. Let's, let's knock it out next week. Amen. You will, everybody. If you have any questions or comments, concerns about Father Pat's beard or lack of sunburn, <laughs> you haven't been out in the sun, uh, let us know. Hit us up in the comment section below. Topics that you want us to hit on. Um, we're we're going to be at this for a little bit here. All right. Well, for you. Peace, for peace. peace.